In the parasha, the Torah tells us, Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdoif. You should pursue justice. Rashi says that this Pasuk is telling us that when you look for a Bezdin to mediate some of the disputes that two people have, you should look for Acha Bezdin Yafeh. The most competent bezdin. You should look for the most competent bezdin you can possibly find. Now, normally competence means people that are more uh, proficient in a certain area of halacha. But there is also what's called in the fifth shulchan aruch, the fifth portion of shulchan aruch. A rov has to know halacha, but sometimes a rov who only knows the halacha, but doesn't have practical intelligence doesn't understand people, doesn't understand the practical situation, he can read the halacha from a sefer, but he doesn't apply it to real life. He doesn't know how to apply it to real life. He doesn't have a good grasp of the real world. So what it takes to be a good rav is also understand the reality on the ground. So there's a story, a story about Reperetz Chernigavar, Reperetz Chain, Chosset, the Talmud of the Alter Rebbe, and the Mittler Rebbe, was a Rav in Chernigov. He was known and famous for being a very astute Rav, very wise. Even the Goyim in Chernigov would come to the Rav to mediate between the two Goyim's dispute, because there he was famous that he came up with very clever and wise solutions. So once a woman, who was a Jewish woman, she had a little inn, a little um, bar, a, a kretschmer, where people would come and drink. So once two Russian soldiers who were stationed in, a, in the area, so they came in to take a drink. One of the soldiers asked for a drink, and the woman behind the counter told him that he has to pay a certain amount of money for the for the drink. So the so the soldier put the money on the counter and he got a little distracted and looked on the side. He looked at the side. In the meantime, the money's on the counter and the woman also turned away from the counter to prepare the drink. So the soldier who gave the money turned to the side and got distracted and the woman behind the counter was also distracted. She was busy making the drink, pouring the drink the second soldier that was with the first soldier, he's the only one who looked at the money, he saw nobody was paying attention, and he grabbed the money. By the time the woman turned around, and the soldier who bought a drink also turned around, the money wasn't there. So the woman says, where's the money? I need to be paid. I can't give you the drink unless you pay me. Soldier said, I just put money on the counter here for you. You must have taken the money because it's not here now. And she says, I never took your money. And basically, they had an argument. The soldier who actually took the money um, was supporting his friend. He says, yeah, I saw he put money on the counter. You must have taken it. They decided to go to the Rav. The woman convinced them the Rav is very wise. They should come to the Rav. They went to the Rav Reperetz. And Reperetz asks the woman, tell me your side of the story. And she tells the Rav, exactly what happened, that he put the money down, but then the money disappeared, and she never got the money. The soldier argued, I put the money in the counter. 
and then I just turned away, and then it disappeared. She must have taken the money. So the Rav says, you both seem to speak truthfully. I can tell, as they say, Nikarim divre emes. Words of truth can be noticed from the way people speak the words. Then he turned to the second soldier who was came, he came to support his friend. He said to him, what do you say about this? And the soldier started defending his friend. Yeah, that he actually, impassionately, he said, yeah, I saw him putting the money in the counter and she, the lady must have taken the money. And a moment later, the repairs turned to that soldier, the friend, who testified so passionately on behalf of the other soldier, and said to him, do me a favor, can you take off your boot? And the soldier was a little taken aback, he didn't expect that kind of a response from the Rav. And the Rav says, come on, do it right now. I'm asking you to take off your boot. And the soldier had no choice, took off his boot, and right there, and they found the money. The money was right inside his boot. So, of course, they found out that the, the soldier stole it. So when they left, somebody asked the parents, how did you know that this, uh, this soldier stole it? Was this Ruch HaKadosh or something? He said, no, not at all. It's not Ruch HaKadosh. I'll tell you what happened. I saw that that soldier was like moving his leg in a very nervous fashion, um, constantly shaking his leg, that one leg, and very nervously. So I became a little suspicious. When I asked him what his opinion is about the whole case, he began to argue so fervently as if it was his own money. I mean, if he was only testifying about his friend's money, it didn't make sense that he was so passionate and so anxious to prove that the lady stole the money. And I realized that he's arguing about his own interests. He's got a stake in this. That means that he must have taken the money and he wants to divert the attention from him and accuse the lady that she's the one who stole the money. So that's why taking together the shaking of the foot back and forth nervously and the fact that he was arguing so eagerly and so nervously and passionately, passionately, that itself gave me the indication that there's something wrong with him and he's the one who took the money. That shows a uh, chokhmah.